What up, y'all? Welcome to WWT Live. My name is TK Trinidad. We're going to be talking about Trinity. We're going to be talking about Soraya. We're going to be talking about Jade Cargill and so much more. Keep it locked. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Howdy, folks. This is Willow Nightingale, and you are watching Women's Wrestling Talk. I would love to wrestle with somebody. My gosh. I didn't even get a chance to talk about uh, Chicago. It was crazy. Maybe we'll get into it. But I am not alone. Welcome, guys, the real TK. I got to meet the fake TK. Uh, I don't think he even gathered the fact that my name was TK, but yeah, maybe another time. Um, uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. But first, the man, the myth, the legend. Betty uh, Seds in the building. What's good? What's happening? What's how, happening? How, how was, uh, I remember you told me you were going out to Chicago. How was the travel situation? I traveled in American, so it was normal. Like, right. <laughs> I got water. Which and you guys followed me. I, I went I went on Spirit the last time to Detroit, and they wanted to charge me like eight dollars for water. And I'm like, bro, I just want like I don't want a water bottle that's gonna make me go to the bathroom because I hate airport bathrooms and um, airplane bathrooms. I try to avoid them at all costs. I just wanted to sit, like just give me a cup. It's like it's gonna be four dollars, bro. We're not doing that. Um, so I did American, and it was it was easy sailing, like. Got my 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 check. I got my check baggage. I just you know it was it was a good day. What up, Dylan? And DJ Chuck, what's going on? It's good to know that your travel plans in Chicago was great. You got on the plane right. Your ride was there. You were not forced to take the subway to the arena. So everything I think subway. worked worked out well for you. Your travel arrangements. Are, you got it. Who would ever take the subway to the arena? Said said caught caught it off. I caught it. He caught oh, it. Oh, okay. Shit. Okay. He, he, I, guess, he, I guess I missed it. I that one like, went. I I, that one went over your head. I'm sure somebody in the front row okay. mafia will will catch it though. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, I was I was done flying Spirit. I, I took the uh, uh, Spirit. My sister and I took Spirit to Mania in New Orleans last time. They want to charge us like fifty bucks for baggage. I was like, never. I mean, my dad paid for the plane. That's, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah like. But but what sucks is that the extra money was either baggage or NXT takeover. So it is what it is. But happy to be here, y'all. Happy Friday. Uh, let's get in some wrestling. So I've That's never it. actually seen a spirit airplane in the air. It's a like, big ass like, Twinkie in the air. Like ever. you know what? So, <laughs> so the, the good and bad thing about so the spirit travels to um, and I need to. I feel like I need to clip out that Trevor Noah clip because I feel like we're going to be talking about Spirit a couple of times. But Spirit travels to those secondary cities, like the cities that everybody's not traveling to. And I'm sorry, Cedric, but like Detroit. So Spirit, you can get, oh, get wow. you can get a, a, a you can get a Spirit flight to Detroit for like 250 because Spirit goes there all the time. However, American goes to the bigger cities, so the smaller cities are more of an inconvenience and American charges 800. So if you're looking at like, I don't want to spend 800, I'm, I'm just going to Detroit for like family or for whatever. It's not, you know, it's not bad. Spirit is not a bad, like the, the rooming, the, the seats weren't bad. The space wasn't bad. It's not a bad airline, but what 
annoys me is all the upsells. It's like every single thing is an upsell. Oh, you want to breathe? $50. Like, <laughs> oh, you want to use the bathroom? Put a quarter in there. Like, it's all the little, like, upsells that's like, oh, you want to walk first in line? Like, But we're all going on the same plane. Spirit Airlines is the Greyhound of flights, okay? Yes, the lowest I, I will go is Southwest. That is my budget airlines right there. Thank you, Dylan. Somebody caught the joke. Somebody caught the CM Punk not getting any transportation to, to London joke. Somebody got it. Uh, Bosa's saying spirit ain't bad. I know uh, of a fellow content creator who was at SummerSlam too. Um, yeah, it wasn't, it, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. The airplane itself wasn't bad. It was just like the upsell. And then what got me over the hump is like water. I'm like, bro, you could just, you can't give me like a plastic cup of water. You have how much? How much for the pretzels? I don't like the thing is <laughs> I, I don't even buy. Oh, yeah, I don't even buy like I my protocol for airplane travel is to make sure I don't get any sleep. I get on the airplane and before they even do the demonstrations, I'm out like a light. Like, don't hand me no water. Don't hand me like I don't want to see. Like I don't want because I don't like. It's I'm not claustrophobic. I just don't like being in a situation where I can't like do my own thing a la work or like, like I'm stuck on a plane for four or five hours. Like that's not my usual, like I'm always doing something. So that's not, yeah, it's, it's just more like, and I think I woke up during that trip and I was like, I just want, and they happened to be passing by water. I was like, Oh, I need like a, a glass of water. And so, and she's like, Oh, it's going to be like $8. I'm like, but I just want a cup. She's like, Oh, well you have to give you the bottle. And I'm like, it's and, okay. I, and ice was four dollars. So what do we learned here? TK is the perfect person to sit next to the exits. She's the perfect person to next to the exits. She's gonna save everybody. I probably. I mean, I'm strong enough. But anyways, let's, that let's I, that I don't disagree with at all. <laughs> let's get into it. What's the first uh, story we got? So we got some news on some people's not so favorite Olympian, like Chad Gable. Uh, Gable Stevenson was, I don't, don't want to know if you want to say quietly, but he's removed from the NXT roster recently. We last saw Gable Stevenson at the Great American Bash where he took on Baron Corbin to a course of booze. Probably the only time I've seen Baron Corbin proactively chanted in his wrestling career. So it's led people to speculate, like, what's next for Gable Stevenson? Do they just not have plans for him? Um, did he get removed from his WWE contract? Or is this one of those situations where they removed him? because they know he's going to go chase his third Olympic gold medal. Mm. What, what do you guys uh, think about this? We know he's actively trying to pursue uh, the 24 Olympics, so maybe it's that. But we know that when he debuted, I believe, in Dallas, it was kind of weird. They gave him all this pomp and circumstance, and then we thought now NXT would be where he would get his feet wet full time. I yeah, think I don't know. Cause I, I mean, he made his first appearance in SummerSlam in Vegas. Cause I remember right. when he, he, he did that. And um, then there was like a lot of back and forth with the college and all the stuff. So maybe it's the Olympics, but the thing about the, the thing about the Olympics, it's more about the brand deals. So if his agent thinks that in the Olympics, he's going to make more money with the brand deal, then it might make sense. But I don't I don't know how taking him off the website makes a difference like oh we're, he's off so he's no longer employed by WWE but like I'm sure he signed a contract so I don't know there's there's a lot of possibilities they gave uh Gable Stevenson a lot of time to figure it out 
Mm-hmm. That man was in the PC for a long time. It wasn't like a quick, yo, he's hot off the Olympics. You know, he just got a gold medal and let's throw him in there. He put in time. He put in the effort. And maybe it just didn't work out. I think we just got to chalk it up to that. You know, it's not the saying he won't come back to it later on. But I, but if, if we're going to make the comparison, he's no Kurt Angle, obviously. It isn't mm-hmm. you won. You know, I, I, I've, I've towards the end of the, the new Kurt Angle doc on Peacock. And they talk about his transition, then how the guys in the back were just shocked. He went from, you know, the the amateur background to understanding the showmanship of professional wrestling and picked it up quick. And mm-hmm. I remember it was Steve Austin that sent a doc. I've seen a lot of guys who come in and just try to translate it and they don't get it. Mm-hmm. And maybe Gable Stevenson is one of those guys. We'll have to see, you know, not to say he may come back and do it again. He may pick it up the second time, but I, I think as of right now, um, if he's off the, off the website, I think it's a quiet break for right now. And yeah, for right now, I think, I think that's where they're going to leave it for right now. There's, there's no hoopla. There's no hype. He got booed out the building. So if you can't even draw with your celebrity and if your math skills are not there, then you're not drawing, then what are we in business for? Right. I think this year, more than any other, we've seen them be more comfortable with kind of outside pursuits. Most notable, I, I think of is Shinsuke at Pro Wrestling Noah. So it wouldn't be, to me, it's not out of the world a possibility that they removed him from the roster so there's no talk about him, and especially in lieu of what just happened, so they can repackage him again, but also let him pursue his career aspirations in the Olympics. I, I don't think that's out of the realm possibility at all. And I'll tell you what, if he wins at the Olympics... If he, if he does it again, if he's successful in the Olympics again, they'll call him back. Yeah. I remember there's a story where Mark Henry left for a while and he wanted to do, you know, the strongest man comedy. He wanted to lift weights. Mm-hmm. And Vince told him, I'll let you do this, but you better win because it would damage your brand. Like, we don't, we're not going to label you the world's strongest man if you're literally not going to win this. <laughs> like, Vince told him, like, you better win this or you may not have a job here when you come back. So, if he goes to the Olympics and does his thing, it may be a second run. So we'll we'll have to see. Right. Uh, both to say they removed him, Cedric, as a cover your ass reaction. Uh, they knew the match sucked. They knew the buildup sucked. Uh, do they want to admit it? Hell no. Maybe. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I I, I wonder just beyond um, beyond him, just people who get signed. Like, what is the threshold of people who? You know, some people, it takes a long time for them to get it. You know what I'm saying? They might have, especially when they, they have this pipeline from colleges now, it takes a long time from there for them to get it. And they give them that, you know, that runway. Some people right. get it quickly, like a, like a Bianca Belair. Um, but, you know, you like who determines whether this person is like worth the, the, the time and the effort, like if, if they're going to get it or not, because it's still a luck of the draw. Correct. But I think about him? the crossover deal with Endeavor and UFC too. This because mm. he's alluded to wanting to compete in UFC in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, this could be a, their big crossover stars. I don't think this is like a hey, we're washing our hands clean of this because realistically, when this deal is complete, this is like probably their only superstar that can merge compete with both. That's in their prime, right? If he's really passionate and wants to do it, I don't know if there's been reports on how his worth ethic and attitude's been at the PC. I don't. I haven't heard anything negative. But if if he's going in there consistently putting in the work and you know they meet him halfway, then they'll they'll take him back in. It just maybe just wasn't ready. 
Yeah. And this and this is the 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 faulty side of trying to take other sport athletes, whether it's amateur wrestling, basketball, football, etc., and think that translates to wrestling. Sometimes it doesn't. I know that's been WWE's thing in terms of building superstars and molding them in this new kind of multi-sport kind of program situation, but that's 50-50. And that's why they, you know, they may work out, they may not. And it may be cheaper to go get someone who's been doing their thing in the NT in the Indies and kind of crafting them in the WWE way. But it's a crapshoot. So we'll have to see. Um, but I but I, I think if he had a great attitude the PC, I think he'll be back eventually. Yeah. Uh what do we got next? Let's talk about Trinity then. This see- match is gonna be fire. Man. Did y'all see the promo for that? You think they'll merge in Jimmy somehow? Hmm. I don't know. Even if it's just like a promo, like a a video package? No? I mean, I... (laughs) We got to see what the working relationship... Well, I mean, they do have a working relationship, but... Do they? I mean, I, 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 I mean, I'm, 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 I'm talking about WWE in, in Impact in particular. Do the whole ass put Trinity through a table. <sighs> I want to say that would be great, but based off of some uh, an ex- experience with them recently, I highly doubt it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I highly, I highly doubt it because it doesn't. It doesn't benefit them. And I think WWE is finally, even though that's a whole nother story that eventually will come out as far as Trinity and Mercedes, I think WWE has finally um, gotten away from the reason or why. Like, because every, remember last year, Trinity and Mercedes were trending almost every day, right? So right. I think there's been a, a distance now where it's just like they're both doing their own things they're with other promotions they didn't say anything about what happened and you know to do that crossover might open that door up again as to well wait why did they really leave you know what i'm saying i think right right i think it, it's kind of it, they're gonna be they're put they're gonna put themselves in a position that they don't want to talk about she did comment on the very first match that she had an impact with a uh Keenlyn King. She said, I had my debut match in Impact with her, and I just felt like that was so special and magical. I was so nervous and so scared after being off a year and having shoulder surgery. There was so much doubt within myself, but when I got in there with her, it felt it was easy and it was fun. I was like, wow, this is what it's supposed to be and feel like. I cried after the match. It felt so good, and that's how wrestling should feel. I was very happy that I had her as my first opponent. You know, and I think this is kind of kind of connects with that it's kind of where where mercedes is at it's just finding that joy again mm-hmm. i think we all at a certain point when we have a passion we all reach that kind of crossroad of mm-hmm. you know you may still love what you do but you got to change up things to keep the joy because if you don't keep the joy around that passion may go away right. so them leaving was to make sure you keep the joy intact so it's good that she's founded an impact they made her an impact player off top, pun intended. And and she's really shining and doing her thing, man. Um, and I expect is there a possibility? We know AEW and Impact has had a great working relationship. Do we see her and Mercedes somehow link up somehow in this 
you know, multiverse of of worldwide independence, as I like to kind of look at it per se. Is uh, that a possibility? Will business like that be done? Because I think business with WWE is a long ways off. I, we don't, we still don't know the full story, but there's definitely still. It sounds like some. There's some still some tension there in that situation, possibly. Well, I'm gonna do a little tease. Okay. We have an interview with Soraya, mm. and dropping on Monday. Hey, we just dropping the bombs. Is like right. exclusive. We need the Funk Flex bombs up in here. Where, where I, the Air Force at? <laughs> no, okay. Uh, I really, I'm really um, proud of like the brand because you know going to Chicago and you know WrestleMania and all the other places that I've been to like you know it's it's funny I'm sure we all just as like creatives and just people who like just work like you're just you have your head down and you're like looking at the numbers and it's not like oh like you know Joe Rogan numbers or whoever numbers and you're looking at that and you're just like yeah like it's there um but there's no way that you know you're walking down wherever and somebody will know the brand but it's like so many people just even carrying the mic like like said oh yeah like i follow y'all and it was just like it was so it was so dope to um to to hear that, that and then also it is and then also just um you know what we put out people trust us that you know it's not going to be an i gotcha interview um, right right so, um, you know, those opportunities present itself, which is great. So one of them is Soraya, and um, she does make mention of impact, um, which is, you know, it's, it's going to be an interesting one. Mm. As far as um, what you just said, I feel like they haven't, um, when, they did, when they did have that partnership with impact, it was the impact men and the NWA women. And I feel like they haven't had those partnerships with either or in a very long time. And then also like ROH is taking a lot of um, Tony's time because what I, and that this is all, you know, sexual speculation and, you know, but you know, from what I, from what I've heard, when I've asked questions, Tony runs both of them. He runs them all. Wow. So kind of like um, to now add a partnership with another brand and you know we already you know no shade but like we've already seen the juggling of it and then he has his football team and then he has the soccer like bro looked tired like and then also shout out to him i know we bag him a lot but he stayed the media scrum until like i think we left at like one o'clock in the morning oh wow so he was probably there he's probably at the stadium at seven or whatever so like no shade to him. Like he puts in the work, even though we might not agree with a lot of the decisions, but that's right. the problem with when you are controlling everything, you can't, everything is not going to fire at all cylinders, right. no matter how hard you try. Um, so my advice to the fake TK is like, bro, get a, get an assistant and somebody you trust, but you know, yeah, I? I I know I know we spend a, a lot of time, and I can even say that for myself, like criticizing Tony Khan, but there's no doubt in our minds that he loves this. He wants to make this work. You know, and this is just growing pains. This is we joked about this on Wednesday show. This is not to create a pay per view on 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 the on the games anymore. You got to deal with personality. Wrestling is a wild, weird place with a lot of different personalities, mm -hmm. and you gotta you gotta you gotta uh, personality manage now. So, you know that's that's something he's gonna. I think he's learning as he as he goes. So, and um, God, dog, it. I lost my train of thought. The last well, thing I was gonna say. Oh. 
uh, our uh, Ring of Honor. Am I the only one? I I I applaud him from purchasing the Ring of Honor tape library, but am I the only one that feels like he bit off more than he can chew, making Ring of Honor another brand right now? I understand the lineage and respect the lineage, but you have your own baby in AEW. You're still trying to establish and build. Why would you give yourself that stress of trying to make you know Ring of Honor hot as well? Like you're trying to still make AEW hot. Yeah, I think Bosa's right. Like fake <laughs> fake TK loves the cup. I think it's a love the control. And I mean, there's a couple other um content folks that I spoke to where they run everything themselves and they it's the trust, the trust factor, you know. You, you know how you like to do things. So like, you know, you, you're, you, you're in your house, you know how you clothing want to be full. For instance, my right. homegirl, she's here visiting from Canada. Shout out to her. She saw like, I was just like working and she saw my laundry was just like, it was clean, but it wasn't. She's like, well, let me fold these for you. Yeah. She folded them, not the way I fold them, but you know what? I'm going to take those folded clothes and put them in my drawer. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you didn't fold them the way I wanted. Sometimes you have to, and this is what I've learned, and this is why I think Women's Wrestling Talk has been growing. You just have to let people, you you kind of give them the guidelines, but they're never going to do it exactly how you're going to do it because right. you are the only, like, you are you. So, you know, sometimes you just have to kind of let, like, certain things go um, until, you know, you either say, okay, I can now give you the time to do, so I can do it, teach you how to do it a specific way if it translates to making money or whatever. But yeah, I think it's, it, it's a combination not not wanting to um, give up control. It might be a trust issue too, as far as, you know, why he's doing all that. Because I still don't understand why ROH is like on AEW at all. It's, it's, it baffles me. You got to trust people you hire. I'm sorry, go ahead, Sid. Motor City TK, just let all the men in the chat know that her thing is acts of service. So all you guys in the uh, chat, uh, note that. <laughs> hilarious and, and i'm the one that always gets criticized for the dating references on this show wow 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 I, I uh, one a month. that's all i can do one a month who do we, who do we have for this match alicia or um trinity trend is on a great run i i want to say trend but maybe they the interference angle um is massive in this so it could be like a nice reset but I'll say Trin pulls it out. They, she's a good face for the women's division. I'm happy that she's found her love of the game again. That's very important. So you don't just feel like you're doing a job and going through your life just to earn a paycheck. So, no, nah, I'll, I'll pick Trin. They're yeah, going to keep the belt on her for a minute. They're going to keep the belt on her for a minute. It's going to be a minute. It's, 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 it's beneficial to the brand. Absolutely. And I would love to see, and I'm sure either the Observer or somebody, Melser, or somebody has put out the numbers as far as, um, how much it's grown since Trinity's been a part of Impact. Like, I'm sure that the numbers are are totally different as far as, you know, watching, buying, all the things. So um, I think it, it makes more sense for her to, to keep it. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, but what do we got next? The muscle Barbie seems to have changed her tune. And she's thinking that she's due for a call up sometime soon, maybe WrestleMania. So Tiffany Stratton recently spoke with Booker T on the Hall of Fame podcast. She already has her mind set on the main roster. She says she's got a little taste of what it feels like to be on Raw and would love to be called up as soon as possible. She knows that she has some stuff she needs to work on, but she feels like at the latest, uh, 
she would only want to be in NXT around to WrestleMania season, if that's her calling. She says she'll see, but whenever the time is right. We know that she's getting ready to have kind of a one-off view with Becky Lynch that might culminate September 30th at No Mercy. So do we think – I think it's only going to be her third title defense. Do we think she's ready for the main roster anytime soon? Is she going to be one of those post-mania call-ups? I mean, she's she's doing amazing at NXT. And it's not – sometimes it's not about if you're ready. It's sometimes that they have the right storyline. Right. Like we've seen so many times – um, that people have been called up and it's like they were like red hot on NXT and then they get called up and it's just kind of like they might get a little something or they might not at all. And then they're just there. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like I could see from her perspective where it's like, all right, yeah, I've done this. I'm ready. Let me, I want to go to the big stages, but it's not like you're training for, a sport and you winning solely relies on you. You winning solely relies on the people who are writing whatever is supposed to happen. And then also you and who else, whoever else is involved in that storyline for it to be translated so people like us can pick it up and like it. And then for it to be translated where we wanna buy merch and we wanna invest right. in all this other stuff. There's so many other factors as far as um, that. And we've seen time and time again that it doesn't it doesn't always translate from NXT to the main roster. So um and what would that do to the ego? Like that's another question that I have for some folks who like have been at NXT, go to the main roster, and then like it's not it's not like it was before. Like how what did what what's playing off in your ego? People were loving you on NXT, they're screaming your name. Yeah, it's not these big stadiums, but like like you're considered almost like godlike. And then you go to the main roster and like people are really not paying you any mind, like on the psyche that like. That maybe cool. makes me think of uh, like your Johnny Gargano's. Oh, Johnny I was about to say Gargano. I 100% agree. That type of pop that they're used to. Yeah, Gargano. And imagine if Adam Cole would have stayed around, would have been a manager. You know, you look at a Ciampa. Like you look at. Cole could his ass off. So I think he would have been fine. The I think he would have had the same character though. that LA Knight has. If he was yeah. a manager, he would have like promote his way out of managerial duties. Maybe, could, maybe, maybe that. But that is a good point. He may have could have done that. I think this rivalry with Becky Lynch is going to be the the testing ground for for Tiffany. I think it's going to see if she's ready or not. Um, it's going to be a rub for her no matter what. Mm-hmm. If she does even just a solid job, it's a good rub for her. If she does a knockout job, then her feelings on this is justified uh, by mania season. I think by mania season would be, would be the, the perfect time to kind of bring, to bring her back to, you know, to bring her up. But, you know, like I said, you don't want to come out too. like, look, I'll give a great example. Carmelo, when he wrestled, was it um, Finn Balor? I have been off and on with NXT 2.5, but when I saw, Carmelo met when I saw Melo wrestle um Finn Balor I'm like this dude's ready. You knew with that match whenever that day like he's ready. I think he's ready now, but they need him in NXT right now, but he's ready mm-hmm. now. I don't see that with Tiffany just yet, but I think this rivalry with Becky Lynch is going to give us that answer. I'm going to I think the other way. 
I think if Tiffany was on Maine, you would see her talent shine out a little bit more because the people that she would be working with are up to her speed, meaning that they can keep up with her and her gifts inside the ring. I just don't think she has those opponents in NXT that can help showcase her in the right way. I think if you put her in the ring with like the Shotzi's, the Larrays, the uh, even the Rias, I think you'll see Tiffany Stratton's character. You'll be able to see her performances look a lot more cleaner than we do in NXT. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, WWE's always managed to surprise us, and they don't care about our feelings or our thoughts. So, <laughs> I can see her being in the Rumble for sure. If she's still holding that title around that time, I can see her being in the Rumble. Yeah, yeah, I can see that too. Uh, what do we got next? Do we talk about? Yeah, let's, let's let's talk about a little bit of Cardi B here. At least we should we should Cardi talk a little bit. Cardi, 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 who just dropped a new record today with Megan Thee Stallion. So Did you of course see he's that after- video. Wow. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. Bongos. I haven't seen it. Bongos. Bongos, bongos, bongos. If you have not seen the bongos, go look up the bongos. So Cardi's out here promoting the new record. She's made her rounds around the press. And she was actually asked by Peter Rosenberg on Hot 97 about... Shout out to Rose. Shout out to Rosenberg, man. About, you know, every once in a while... You know, on Twitter, whatever the case may be, she brings up wrestling. You know, she's mentioned in the past she loves Eddie Guerrero. She loves Batista, The Undertaker. Like, you can tell she was a ruthless aggression fan by mm-hmm. a lot of her references. You can definitely tell that. And Rosenberg asked her, is there a possibility we may see her in Philly next year? Remember, she kind of had that back and forth with Lacey Evans on Twitter. And her, uh, quote, her, her response to that, and I quote, was, I would love to attend. I don't know what to do. I don't know whether I have to perform or slap a <laughs> slap a bee, but I would want to go. I have some, so I have to fulfill some type of dream. I used to love wrestling. I used to be crazy for it. I, I mean, was. I want to see this. I don't know why. Crossover would work. Um, we just, I think Cardi can throw a good working punch. I think. I think she could do it. I, I think I think it'd be I think she can pull it off. So she sure as hell has the personality. She sure yeah. as hell has to. They go out to tell her to, to watch her mouth though, in terms of the, the profanity though. Do you they know. or can they just bleep it out? I mean, Snoop uh, plays off a little bit in L.A. at times. You know, I mean, but Snoop is polished more, man. Like Snoop has been Snoop's been around the block bajillion times at this point. Cardi's still fresh. Cardi's still from off the block, so she's still mm. polishing out her brand. You know. She's she's she hasn't dropped her set even her second record yet. So um <laughs> he said keep Cardi off my TV. <laughs> I mean, okay. I don't know. I kind of wanna I, you know look have her do a run in, have her come in and hit somebody with a kendo stick, man. Just or just, just have her bring out Bianca Belair or whoever. Yeah, I can see that. You know, like, she she have have her have her, have her have her put a brick in her purse and just knock somebody in the head. Like give her that kind of angle, like little Where's, something. Yeah, Cardi nah, B. I think, not- I think with this, I think we found our host of WrestleMania 40. That's where I'm leaving. Because who who else would be as notable that would draw your casuals or your non wrestling fans over? That's perfect. I think what you have pencil with Will Smith, Kevin Hart, Will, well. Will Smith or Kevin Hart. I think, I think Cardi's probably a bigger name at this point. The nose as far as hosting. Yeah. What's surprising? 
They used a lot of Philly names in Mania here in LA. They used Kevin Hart to do the opening package. Lou Uzivert performed and brought the Usos out. So they kind of cash in some of those cards early. Get Cardi to debut Jade at WrestleMania 40. I mean, I, I think she'll be the host. I mean, I, I, think, I, I think they're already speaking into existence. It's just like, how much money do you want to throw at Cardi B to do that, that assignment? Yeah. In all honesty, I'd rather see Cardi B be the host than Will Smith. I feel Will Smith is too. Nah, he would never do that. No. Especially after, especially after the incident, even before the incident, he's like too polished. He might be. So I feel like Cardi B would be a better, better host because she'd be saying stuff that is like normal, but it's hilarious to everybody, everybody else. And she goes with it. Um, So I think that I, I would want to see it, but you know, well, and, and it's, it's WrestleMania 40. Um, so, and depending on what, how much of a role Endeavor has in, you know, implementing certain things. Cause you remember like after, for instance, um, Nipplegate with Janet, the last, the last, the Super Bowl artists were all, you know, non-melanated for a while so you know they might want to play it safe there's there's a lot of possibilities i mean there's already a connection they did use up as the SummerSlam theme what like two years ago mm -hmm. so there's that i mean she could be on some cindy on the cindy lopper tip it could be that kind of way of bringing her in you never know maybe maybe uh, she has the okay she's not taking a bump i i i, I doubt not. she'll take a bump but she has the personality for, for for WWE, there's no doubt about that. Some I don't know if I can ever host a WrestleMania, Dylan, but I do want in my lifetime one one Royal Rumble elimination. Just give me that in my lifetime. Just 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 one. That's all. One Royal Rumble. Okay. Well, I mean, anything is possible. You've just spoken into existence. Uh, what do we got? Who would you want to get eliminated by? Is the question. I gotta ask that question real quick. Mm. Dream elimination. How 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 are you exiting the building? That's a good question. It has to be somebody that's like super over at the time or somebody just very unassuming. Like, I, let, let, let Rhea Ripley eliminate me or something like that if I was to book it today, if she was like in the men's rumble. Let's just hope it's not uh, Brock Lesnar clearing out the ring here, like one of 20. He just tosses over. I take the bump. I take the bump. Well, there it is. Uh, what, do we, what do we got next? So this was actually intriguing. You just... Because I don't know if this, if I'm being worked into this or not, but Soraya, Big Raya, what I call her, been talking mad shit on Twitter. And she's had taken aim at Amy Sakura. Uh, if you saw at All In, Amy Sakura recorded a video herself crying, which I have some thoughts on that in a second, uh, because Soraya entered the arena to Queen, which is her whole gimmick. Pretty much the Freddie Mercury thing was her whole gimmick. But mm -hmm. Soraya has kind of responded into the point of saying pretty much she sucks she loves being AEW women's champion that she'll never be freddie mercury she'll never be champion stuff like that and that she's better than you now this isn't the first shot story has taken she's taken shots at all the trolls people responding um she posted the middle finger uh at i guess a it looked like a signing for amy sakura so i don't know what i'm watching here i don't know if this is soraya playing up to the hill or if her and Emmy really got beef. But it's it's very interesting to see because, like, I'm like, and, and you know, because I feel like even people on this network, I feel like they went kind of hard on Big Rhea after her match. And I think she's feeding into that. But I, I think this might be genuine beef because Emmy is almost like a, a casual member 
of the AEW roster. She's not really a part. And I think mm-hmm. this is like your big star kind of stepping on the lower part of the card, almost in a, uh, a foul type of way. This beef is over her using We Will Rock You at All In. This is what this is about? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Are you serious? I How mean, many other wrestlers have used somewhat of a Freddie Mercury gimmick already? What was the what was the wrestler from Japan? The women's wrestler that also was in it. Like, like, look, look, look. Queen is for the world. Queen is like it made sense. It made sense. All right. She's she's in her home country. The bands from that home country. It just made sense. Like, I, are you are you serious? Is one of your biggest and she's going over and winning the title. Yeah, like this is this is like when, you know, early WrestleMania. We don't see these clips anymore. When Hogan used Eye of the Tiger, like, like in those moments, you just you pay the licensing. Although they didn't pay for the licensing fee back then, it makes sense to do it. Like, and you're one of the biggest stars on the women's roster. Like, it's this. This is this. I I I I I don't know if it's a work or a shoot. It may be a combination of both. Yeah, it's interesting. Like. I, I thought with social media that um, we would now be able to see the sides of wrestlers. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know how before social media came along, you didn't know whether like this, they really didn't like each other or they did like each other. Um, now, even with social media, you know, obviously they're not necessarily saying everything because you're still employed by a company. Right. But it's just like, wait, so what like what it what is truly happening um but another teaser if you watch the interview on monday soraya she does mention like her 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 championship and what she wants to do and etc etc so definitely stay locked to that probably just go to the youtube page and just click uh notify and uh really interesting stuff um but yeah i think one of the questions that i did see in some of the articles was how often because of her, she's fully cleared now, but how often do you think she is going to defend her championship? That's that's one of the questions that's kind of been circulating as well. Like, is there gonna be a lead up? Cause I know there's like a, a four way lead up to it, um, but is it gonna be like once every couple of months? Like what do, what do you think her her reign is gonna look like? How many times did MJF defended the title? Ooh, good count. Very good count. How many times he defended the title? It's 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 almost like people are doing it the Roman Reigns style, you know, or just the old school style of booking a title. The title's on the line when it really means something. I think we got used to the into the Attitude Era where you would see that any you know the world title just randomly on the line, and maybe someone going over that night. You look at Mankind, you look at Jericho in those situations. Great television, great for the Monday Night Wars, but it may not apply for how things are done today. It's going back to the old school booking of the champs going to hold the belt for a minute. And when they drop it, it means something. And early AEW was good at that, especially with the world title guys had long reigns. And if you drop that belt, it, even look at Rio, how long did Rio held that belt for a minute? She held that belt for a cool minute. So, um, she's, she's going to play it up and whoever's the next challenger it's not gonna be some random match on dynamite. It's gonna mean something. Can I just I respond real quick? I would much this is for JD. I, I would much rather see Cardi B at WrestleMania and to hear dreams and nightmares on any one of night one or night two. 
That's yeah. just me. That's just me. Cardio Vermeek in this situation. I agree. And uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, like I said before, WWE. Oh, care. or or way, 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 way. Cardi versus Nicki Minaj, Meek Mill at special guest referee. <laughs> that is book it. That book is it. never gonna book happen. It. I mean, it's book happened right before now. in real life, but that is never gonna happen. Book it. Like no, I don't even want to see that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to see that. I think I'd be truly just disheartened. I I, I don't want to even see that. But I, I think, yeah, I mean, well, we talked about it. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what's going to happen with Soraya as far as, um, you know, her, her reign and what she's going to do, et cetera. But um, I'm excited. Like I said, after speaking to her and what I really did love and what I said, what I haven't gotten to say, and I'll probably just drop little nuggets as far as um, my trip to Chicago. Um, we did a few interviews, but what I also really got to do is talk to a lot of wrestlers that we have had on the show before. Right. And um, I've got to, I got to talk to them off record and um, you know, some of them made me really excited to see um, what's going to happen. And then even talking with Soraya after the interview, like, you know, there are some, there are some, there's, there are some big plans, whether or not Tony allows or, you know, pencils that in and all this other stuff. That's a whole nother story, but you know, we'll, 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 we'll see what happens. We've talked extensively about, you know, women's wrestling and AEW last week, so we won't get into all of that, but you know, we can hope at least something good's going to come out of it. Um, where's Thunderosa? Um, well, I did see Thunderosa in Chicago. Um, she's still with, the, I mean, somebody might want to double check the AEW. She is almost cleared. I saw on Instagram recently, she's almost clear. She's been doing commentary uh, with the uh, Spanish team the last couple of months, I know. Mm -hmm. But she's close to an in-ring. Now, 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 obviously, we've covered the, the CM Punk, Jack Perry slash elite handicap match situation over the last couple of weeks extensively. What's going to happen when Thunder Rosa comes back into the locker room? That's another situation that Tony Khan's got to... This is his second, you know, chance to kind of get it right in the locker room. So we'll have to see. I just, oh, God, that's, that, that's left. That's been left unresolved. If I may point out. <laughs> oh, that face is not good. What we got next? <laughs> what we got next? Just shower me with the allegedly. We should talk about the WWE. UFC merger. We definitely got to cover that today. That is very, very important in that the merger between WWE and UFC is close. It's very close. Like next week, close. Oh. The merger <laughs> is set to you close. don't know how excited. I'm sorry to cut you off. You no, no, no. Go ahead. know how excited on a, on a, a level beyond what I can say that this is going to be like, oh my God. How are you going to tease? Let's see. You I, but I, 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 I literally. She and can't, I, she I, can't I, drop I, any shit today. I know. I know, I, right? I, I, well, I could, you know, I could give you tidbits about the interview because it's done and it's, you know. It's, Man. It's, it's. Like, this, this is, this, this company. is. But the WWE Endeavor thing, like, the, there's something that's, like, happening that I am, like, I'm literally waiting for that to happen so something else can happen. And then you you guys will see. 
I just, I'm just excited. I'm this like, is, when they excited, I'm like beyond excited. This is informational foreplay. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, you can't, you can't just lay stuff like out that Yo, and, and yeah. not. Flag on the play. Flag on the play. Informational foreplay is disgusting. <laughs> Oh, um, you know, September like, 12th is apparently the closing day, and they will form the TKO Holding Company. By the and way, another see, I'm tired of people stealing like because I had I've had a whole company called TKO Productions for like 12 years now. You you know there was TKO boxing before that, right? Like that I know, I I know, I know, I know. But you realize you know, that right? the, they had the fake TK like infringing, and then you have them now at like Bro, I've been here. Like, I understand there's been TKO Productions, but like TKO Boxing, but I've been here. Sign, sign for real TK merch. Just saying. So, so, so it's important to note that per the agreement, we had to re-emphasize again, Vince McMahon will become the new executive chairman of the new organization. Dana White will remain his role as president of UFC. Nick Khan will be switching to the CEO of WWE to president of WWE. Mm. And Ari Emanuel, the, a.k.a. the real-life Ari Gold, that's who the character is based off of an entourage, if you didn't know, will become the CEO of TKO. The CEO of TKO. Say that three times fast. Um, I also have another story. Uh-oh. This one I can tell. Um, please, so, please. <laughs> so uh, Dylan made reference to the bloodline. And so, um, is this the right? yeah, this is the right picture. Oh, I know what you're about to talk about. Right, right, right. So, for my folks who are not on the chat and um, you know haven't been following me, whatever, I've been talking about the bloodline forever. And so, I saw Rikishi <laughs> in Chicago, and I saw him, and I was like, "Yeah, I just can't go and say hi because you know that's just kind of weird." Um, so I got shout out to Clem, shout out to Clement, our, our graphics guy. Like he does not sleep. And I and I what I do is I go through lulls and then I'll just hit him with a bunch of work and he gets it done. So shout out to him. And I was like, yo, I need that. Um, I need the the Samoan Dynasty graphic because I was if he didn't answer, I was gonna ask one of you guys if you could pull it from StreamYard. And it's like I need that graphic. So he sends it to me. And so I go out to Rashiki and or, um, and I was like, you know. Um, you know, my name is TK. I work with Xbox. Blah, blah, blah. I just want to show you this picture. So I show him the picture and he's like, oh, you knew before everybody else knew. I was like, thank you. Thank you. Um, super dope, super sweet. Shout out to him. Um, and he does have, I, I don't know if you, you guys, oh, you guys are both in LA. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this. He has, um, uh, a wrestling school in yes. Dallas. Um, so I'm going to go and check it out. And then he asks for a picture, um, which was super dope. And then Trin hits me up and she's like, you were hanging out with Papa. And I was like, damn, I love, you were already in man. I was, my now, picture's already, my picture's already been in there. So it's like, well, it's supposed to happen. Now you got to have the dance off. Now you got to go to the barbecue and. Oh yeah. We, yeah. You got to do the whole. Speak that into existence. There yeah, is, man. There it is. You gotta get the two cool dance now. You gotta make it happen. Boom. Uh, but yeah, so, so dope, shout out, shout out to shout out to them. He thought the picture was dope. So um, yeah, you know, y'all, y'all, you guys have known me from like after buzz days. I've been dropping that. And then Clement was the originator of that picture. Like I told him what I wanted, he created it. So um, you guys who've been following me since after buzz, you know, I've been like 
And then I have a clip of Evan talking about it on his on his podcast. So, you know, definitely shout out to, to them. But that was like another one of the highlights from Chicago. And of course, um, it's important to mention about the merger. Of course, WWE employees are worried about, uh, of course, um, losing their jobs, the mergers and so forth, so on and so forth. And I'm sure on the UFC end, that is the case as well. I mean, obviously, TK, you've hinted towards some very exciting things possibly on the pipeline with this merger. The question, I guess, my thing is, I know WWE got the thing right here, UFC got the thing right here, and Ari and Ari Manuel's, you know, has helped you know guide the ship per se. Who, who's taking the lead on this relationship? Are you equal? Are they equal? Like in terms of, okay, on paper they're equal, but it's like, who are you giving more, more, more? What am I trying to say? From who's what? bringing home the bacon in this situation? I guess you could say who's, yeah. like, who's gonna get the priority is the word. I guess the way I'm trying to say it. Yeah, don't quote me on this. Um, and I guess blame blame the professor because I'm quoting him. Um, from what he talked about, because he like went into the the rabbit hole and read like all the articles and stuff like that. They're gonna be two separate entities under Endeavor, so right. they're two separate things. So it would be like you know, UFC makes their money. There's never going to be a time where USC's money is going to cross into WWE or WWE is going to bail UFC out. As far as um, people working there, they might consolidate because WWE has a location in LA. They have a location in Connecticut. And I think they have another location somewhere else as far as like, you know, obviously not the wrestlers, the employees. Um, So there might be, you know, some reorganization in both companies and not necessarily people just losing their job outright because of the money, because this Endeavor deal is going to be bringing in money. Um, so it, it might just be a reorganization of the company itself and people who like, you know, work wise, like, oh, this doesn't make sense because we're going in this direction now. They might be, you know, they might be out of a job, but I don't think there's going to be a massive like, oh, yeah, we we're now with Endeavor. Now, you know, 200 of you guys can be let go. I, I highly doubt that's what's going to happen. How does this impact uh, performance contracts going forward? I don't think it, I don't think it changes at all. I, think- I don't, I think their contracts are going to stay the same. I mean, if anything, the ones who are like at the top of the totem pole, they might get more money, which I highly doubt. Like, let's, let's be honest. Like, if you look at like the strike, for instance, that's happening, you know, with the with the writers and the actors, like no big company is trying to, you know, give more money to its employees. Like they'll give them the money that they deserve, but you know, they're not gonna say, well, here's another, you know, twenty whatever. Um, so I don't think it's gonna affect. I don't think it's gonna affect the numbers too much. Um, I do hope that they get paid more. And I also do hope that there be, be some form of insurance of some sort um, for both parties. Because um, if you watch the um, the Jake Paul documentary on Netflix, he was actually trying to form a union for boxers. Boxers. Mm. Because they don't. And I think they have almost the same type of insurance problems that the wrestlers do to the point where like when a wrestler gets injured, and it's not, you know, with WWE. And I'm assuming it might be the same thing with AEW. But, you know, again, not speaking out of that. Right. When they get injured, the insurance companies don't cover them to, as wrestlers. Insurance, they just get right. So then they have to make up something 
to get there to right. to make up something when they get injured like oh i really didn't take a boot to the face i really this happened and yeah. so there's like, that too so like chad gable who took a boot to the face on monday <laughs> so yeah it's Man. uh well well i mean we'll see i mean again it's all speculation Right. Um, we there's there's a lot of things in the pump light pipeline that I don't think anybody knows aside from like the top three individuals for all of the companies. Everybody right. else is just kind of like we don't know what's happening. And like I said, for me, I'm just waiting for the ink to dry because baby, you got so you got some news, some news to drop allegedly, Ooh, allegedly, man. man, so so stoked. Um, but yeah, let's get to this next story. I really want to talk about this as well. Sunny kiss. Yeah, we can. I was going to say we should end on these two major things that you popped this week, because if you guys haven't seen online circulating around uh, the real TK got to ask the fake TK about why Sunny kiss was quietly removed from the AW roster. I don't know if we have the video, but if you saw this that we've been reposting, he kind of skated around the answer a little bit and said that he pretty much in just he alluded to hoping to working with Sunny kiss again in the future and believes there's a lot of talent left there um to further the career but tk answered that asked that question directly yeah i mean again like like i said before um hate him hate him hate hate the fake tk or love him um the fact that he stayed for that whole time like i definitely have to give a little props for that um the answer was you know i i, I have some reasons maybe why he would have um, let her go. Um, and I think because we've interviewed Sunny Kiss on several occasions, you know, for me, it's a little bit, I, I kind of feel like after somebody's been interviewed, like I feel like they're now under the WWT umbrella where it's like, I just want them to win regardless. Right. So, you know, definitely there's a little bit of emotion there because it's like, it's not like she's not talented. So, um, you know, it's, it's, think it, they couldn't figure figure it out with with Sunny Kiss. Unfortunately, I feel like ever since Joey Janela got cut from AEW, it seems like they couldn't figure it out for Sunny, and right. which is messed up because you know Sunny's the AEW original, and I right. feel like Sunny never really got the shot, never really got a legit shot. So, right. I I I don't know if this is a situation of creative had nothing for Sunny, but. Again, an AEW original, and and should have been in some some should have been in some more you know marquee situations. Should have got a better shot at things, and kind of just quietly went away. I mean, like I think like Sunny was on dark in dark elevation, and that was about it. I don't think we saw Sunny again on Dynamite at all. Yeah. Not even Rampage. I don't think Sunny was even on Rampage. And it's like it's weird to me because I know. I know both companies do like quietly let go of people, but for somebody like a day one who didn't do anything crazy and you just came off of, you know, publicly firing CM Punk, um, you know, at least posting, because no matter what I'm, you know, and I don't follow, you know, the fake TK on. So like, now I don't follow him, but I don't watch his Twitter and stuff like that, but I'm sure he gets hate all the time. So like, at least doing a post that's saying like, look, you know, we really, you know, the general let go post. The the like, future endeavors. That, right. I mean, at least do. Like thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Instead right. of just not saying anything. Cause I really wonder that like, if I didn't answer and you know, I'm not, 
I'm not saying, oh, well, you know, I had to ask the question, but it's like, if I didn't ask the question, then like, would he have ever said anything? Nah, I don't think so. So it's just kind of like, you know, if, if this is somebody that you deeply respect and you would resign and all this other stuff, then like most major companies, if, if somebody decides to leave or, you know, they get, they get let, let go for a, a good reason, not a net, ne not a negative reason. They do a pleasant, like, Oh, you know, it's been great that we wish them the best. But if they, um, if they do something crazy, it's just kind of like they disappear and, you know, it's kind of almost reverse where it's like, they do something crazy and you have to address that. Um, by the way, there was a big security guard by Tony that whole night. Like this dude is not the mall cop. He was he, like, it was, it was wasn't top flight security. No, nah, no, nah, it was definitely not, like, it was not top flight. No, nah, no, nah, it's definitely some like pressure points and you're dead instantly. That's what he looked like to me. But, you know. Oh, so, so the fear for your life thing was legit. I don't know if it was a legit. All I know is the guy had a security thing on his thing and he looked like, like he could do some stuff. I don't know if he was there before. Man, they, they, man that was a guy that got let go at the PC. So we got to stop bullshitting. No, nah, not the fake TK hiring the equalizer. <laughs> so, I'm kidding. You know. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. So, you know. I'm but the good news is, um, and I did get to speak to Sunny too this, this weekend. The good news is that she already felt like she's talented. So there was no doubt that she wasn't going to find somewhere else. So she's going to be on House of Glory. Um, so she's going to be doing some matches with them. And I'm sure she's going to land, um, you know, somewhere else and she's going to stay working and, you know, people either figure it out or not, but she's going to still get, still get paid. So, you know, I definitely wish, um, wish her the best and, you know, it's wrestling. That's the great thing about wrestling right now. There's just so much indie stuff. There's so much stuff going on that you don't get let go from one company and then you just, there's no, there's no opportunities anywhere else. And that's the beautiful thing. Love or hate Tony Khan. He has opened up the market for pro wrestling and a lot more people have a lot of opportunity for it. And yeah. you got to give him that. I think we should end on the note on another exclusive that you've had recently. Yeah. Uh, I remember you calling me at like 530 afternoon. I'm, tried. I'm, I'm tired. Tried. Look, girl, I was tired. I, I was half awake. You're like, yo. I'm with Jay Cargo right now. We about to chop it up. Do you want to come? To I I could not move. I would. It was just a long day. So okay. you had a sit down with the former TBS champion Jay Cargo about her potential future and her being in a French Montana video. Yo, so, that video too. Wow. I was tell on us all about it. I was on the <laughs> I was on the video shoot. Actually, one of my um homegirls. She's a dancer for Usher, and she was also on the video shoot. I saw her, and I was like, oh, okay, this is what we doing. Um, but yeah, that video shoot look pretty much if you like to see cheeks, like cheeks all day, um, <laughs> definitely check out Cardi B and Meg the Stallion one. And then, uh, and then, <laughs> then definitely check out French Montana's um good summer video too. You're not gonna see Jade's cheeks, but you're gonna see a lot of cheeks. This lots of cheeks have cheek cheek village all over the place. And in her in her defense, Cedric, it was like mad last. I, I was close to the area, but I was, I was, I was. You no, not even made it. You're like in the boonies for real, for there's real. Certain, yeah. There's certain names in the celebrity world. You, you, you know, not to bring me around. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> okay then. Um, I, I, the next, the, he, Cedric's <laughs> doing the next Jay Cargill interview. It's official, right here. Is, it, is, it, is that what's happening? Or like cake over here. 
<laughs> or is it not happening because you're not gonna embarrass you're not Perfect. gonna embarrass women's wrestling talk like that. Flawless Yo. victory in dropping that right there. I mean I be forgetting these things exist. I swear, man. <laughs> of all the wild shit I be saying on the outside, no one's Clip nothing I've said already, man. Don't say it. See, now you're challenging Dylan. Yeah. You know, you oh, you know, right I, I bring hey, Dylan, can, you, can you clip that informational foreplay <laughs> joint? <laughs> There's a couple other wild things. I think last Friday, I think it was what, what was the oh god, I'm not even gonna repeat it. I'm not even gonna repeat it. See JD saying Chucky, did you pat he, he did? I know that's how you know it was a long day. That's how you know it was a long day. I could not rally for 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 Nada, man. I could not rally. But what I tell you what, about that? That you don't. He doesn't. Dylan said he doesn't buy Jay. She did speak up a lot of great positive things about um, fake TK and said she loves her boss, things like that. About how personable he is with a lot of different details. But to that uh, comment, feeling like maybe Jay will go for greener pastures, maybe a bigger bag. Do you see her as an AEW lifer after your conversation? Um, let's well. First off, AEW and WWE their their schedules are vastly different. So with Jade, she's married. She has a kid. They have a baseball team, a softball team, which just won, by the way. So congratulations to them. Oh wow! Um, like she's doing a lot of stuff. And I think the AEW schedule works better. Like even with, um, I want to think of his AEW name, um, uh, Daniel. Oh God, what's his AEW name? Not Daniel Garcia. No. Um, Brian um, Danielson. Yes. Danielson. Um, yeah, oh, they're yeah. talking about um, on the at, at the scrum because he's kind of close to retirement, and he was talking about his schedule. And they kind of decided, and we'll see what happens. They kind of decided that Saturday we were best for him because he wanted to still be there to drop his kids off and all this other stuff. And you can't really do that with a WWE schedule. Right. So, um, you know, if it was, if she gets more years um, with AEW and gets it to the point where, like, they, they have to have her, then and then they make a schedule around her, which I don't really think, they should do because then it kind of creates division within the locker room. Right. Um, then that would work. But that, that WWE schedule is like no joke. Like, right. You don't like you, you, you see your family enough for, you know, maybe an hour or so before you literally, your body shuts down in order to rest up for you to travel again. So, you know, we'll see anything is possible though. You know, I, I think, I mean, the quote about her, um, giving props to to Tony Khan has made the rounds uh, to a lot of I, I've seen it in a lot of wrestling chats. I've I've I'm pages I follow. I'm like, look at WWT making the rounds. So that was a huge get. But I I think she's very sincere when she said that. And you talk about the schedule as well. And the one thing about AEW, I guess, you know, and we talk about Danielson. We know the. When he retired the first time, how rough it was for him. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't watch Total Divas. My mother and my sister did, but I know it was a rough transition period for him. So I think he's found that balance between, you know, still, you know, being in the ring and doing what he loves and still having a home life. And with CM Punk out the picture now, he may be the sole push in terms of um, creative for collision. 
I mean, Tony Khan did quote last week. He said, if something were to happen to me, I told my father, yeah. put Brian Danielson in charge. That's a big cosign. Yeah, it that's is. A, that's that's a big again on the on the scrum too. They yeah. they did talk about it. I think um, you know. Yeah, so and this and this is where it goes back to what we were talking about um, before, as far as him running everything. It's just kind of one of those things that you want to put things in uh, in place that if something does happen, like everything doesn't fall apart. And you know that's the problem with running everything and not necessarily like yeah. you know there there should be no reason why somebody shouldn't be in place to handle ROH and they just report to to Tony just saying hey this is what's happening this is the schedule you know I think we should do this and he yay or nays it like that's how ROH should be happening versus right. this, this crazy crossover because even though I don't know if you guys got to check out the AEW website ROH um, wrestlers are on the AEW website and I'm like really. Yeah, it's, wow. it's 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 crazy. I'm just kind of like, it's, you might as well just say it's all AEW and call it a day, and then just you know almost just retire ROH and just you know we just have the archives. I, I it's just not it doesn't make sense. I joked with Cedric and the professor on Wednesday about does AEW have an HR department, and I joke about that, but I'm also like serious in where is the structure for the company. Because I understand I'm someone that I'm personally someone when it comes to my projects, I like to be hands on with everything. But over the years, I've learned you have to delegate. You just can't. You can't do everything. You have to delegate. Mm -hmm. So I'm really like I, I said that in, in jester as a joke, but I'm also serious. Is there a structure in place where Tony Khan is trusting or putting people in place to so he can kind of take a breather? Because, look, man, I don't care how much of a hustler you are. I don't care how much dr how drive driven you are everybody's going to hit a wall eventually. Mm -hmm. And that man's put up with a lot of pressure in the last five years. This CM Punk situation has probably put about a whole hair, gray hairs in his head at this point in particular mm -hmm. and dealing with the elite. So he's got to find some, and I think Brian Danielson may be the first person he probably trusts other than the OG OGs. You know, you have the, the Jerry Lynn's back there, the Arn Anderson's, for example, you know, there is a lot of Tony Schiavone, and of course, JR as well. So he's got to lean more on the OGs in terms of, of guidance. Oh, he's mm -hmm. gonna really burn it because the last thing we want him to burn himself out. Because if he burns himself out, hits a wall, what happens with the company? Yeah. yeah. Well, we will see what happens, but you can definitely uh check out that interview for like a three-minute interview that a lot of people like did a lot of several different articles off of it. So I'm really happy. Um, you know, shout out to Jade and her PR person for um, hitting me up. I really appreciate it. And like I said, the Soraya interview is going to be dropping on Monday. We also had, um, yeah, we also had a couple more interviews that are going to be, we, we're doing a lot of interviews. Currently, Rush is going to be dropping um, on September 14th. And then Kevin Knight dropped today. So it's another interview that you guys can check out. So we, we doing, we doing a lot here. So definitely check all of that stuff out and we're going to be everywhere. Um, with that uh, that media scrum, it really uh, it really that was my first one um, for AEW, and it really just had me in the mindset that WWT, in some way, shape, or form, needs to be at every one of these because, like, you know, we gotta ask the questions. Um, but yeah, with that being said, I think we're I think yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good for a Friday for the weekend. Uh, Seti said, "What she what you up to with the guns out?" 
<laughs> in California. <laughs> no, it, uh, this weekend, not much, hopefully. Just football. Just football. Sunday, be working all day. Tomorrow, just chilling, running some errands in preparation for Hawaii in a week. So, yeah, hey. just chill. All right. I'll leave it at that. And DJ Chuck, where, what you going to be up to? Got a car, got a DJ gig tomorrow. Shout out to my brother, DJ's Lord HFP, uh, La Familia. We're going to be doing some things up in Glendale at the Brew Yard. And also, you know, just working on music and recovering from sleep as well. So, you know, catching up, catching up on things as well. You know, I'm missing out on some TV shows and some and some gaming, man. So yeah. trying to clear my I try to clear my gaming palette because Mortal Kombat 1 is about to come out. So I'm trying to make room, you know, make room. That part. I suggested to my works HR, I was like, on for Labor Day, I feel like they should just give us the rest of the week off. Cause you're like really trying to um you come back from Labor Day and you're kind of like discombobulated and then you spend the week trying to catch up and then next thing you know it's friday it's like you should just give us the whole week off and you know we just start again on monday that's just a suggestion that's we'll just see. the american way i suppose <laughs> yeah we'll just see how successful i am um but what i forgot to ask is uh said where can everybody find you find me on instagram says the answer twitter said says articles on daily ddt dropped them a week ago and i have two articles on uh the wwt site as well and DJ Chuck, where can everybody find you? Catch me on Instagram at the old soul HFP. Check out my group on the flow productions. Check us out on TikTok and IG at on the flow productions. Check out out on the black odyssey, our new joint with Luna called summertime is never ends. Well, what's your name on our documentary stuff. And I want to spend a special shout out to my mama. Who's in the back. She was creeping around as we we're recording today. And she's already got that Friday feeling going on. She had a bloody Mary in her hand. So she's already like, yo, I'm chilling. I'm good right now. So shout out to, to my mama, um, who uh, who was very supportive of the show, has watched the show, uh, and, and already starting a happy Friday for her, man. She works hard, so she deserves it. Out on bail, first out of jail, California dreaming. As soon as I step on the scene, I'm hearing Hoochie screaming, feeding for money and alcohol. The Still one of my favorite moments of Mania Weekend. I stood up and applauded Cody in the crowd when he did that. <laughs> That man got a standing uh, O for me. Uh, I kind of envision your mom doing that with the drink, but you know. Yes, that's <laughs> definitely her. Uh, well, you like, can where did you, where did you learn that? Where did you where did you learn that? So. <laughs> um, uh, you definitely can find me on everything at TK Trinidad, um, and make sure you check out our. Uh, we have our after show for SmackDown. All the things we have so many shows uh, coming up this week and next, and uh, still working on this concept for this brand new show. But you know, we'll see if we can get it together. Other than that, more shows to check out, and we will check you out on Monday. Ciao, y'all. Hey, peeps, TK Trinidad here, boss lady of Women's Wrestling Talk, and I want to say thank you so much for watching because you've got millions of options. Plus, you don't have to worry about sharing your password to check us out. But while you're here, hopefully you know we have so many more shows to watch. Like Turnbuckle Glam, Raw Post Show, WOW Post Show, AEW Dynamite Post Show, Women's Wrestling Army Post Show, NXT Post Show, Impact Wrestling Post Show, AEW Rampage and SmackDown Live Post Show, On The Scroll, ROH Post Show, WWT Live, plus all of our interviews with the hottest women's wrestlers in the game. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe 
check out our website at www.talkpod.com and follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod and make sure to spread the word. That means send this to the group chat. Yes, even the person with the green bubble. Thanks again so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao for now. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.